This video is brought to you by Black Moon Games. Check out their products at shop-black-moon.com. Last week, we had to put the, the show on pause because Ben and I went to Gamma Expo. Uh, if you're not familiar with Gamma Expo, it is an industry event for tabletop games. Um, and then just all sorts of different... Uh, it also, is it's like a resource for uh, like your friendly local game store uh, for like seminars and keynote speak you know as uh, keynotes from the major publishers um yeah it's just a really great resource for for pub for publishers and retailers and it was in reno nevada we're gonna talk all about it and let you know what happened and we're also you're also gonna find out why ben had to spend 36 hours straight with me stick around it's chaotic good cast episode 138 Hey everyone, welcome to the Kata Goodcast, our weekly geeky roundtable. I'm your host, Doug Shute, and with me are my fellow casters, Ben Higgins from Quarterstaff Games, also my airline buddy. Airline, automobile. Oh, we yeah. didn't take a train though, so we oh, didn't quite have the trifecta. That might be next. That might be Missed opportunity. Artist illustrator of a story of age of night.com. Not, not story not, comic not because story Bounty's comic. not here with us this, this week. Um, Would you Bounty of age of night.com? He call. still hasn't recovered. He's I don't think he I'm, has. I'm very tired. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just state <laughs> for the record, I'm very tired still and I'm very worn out because uh, I did not get to sleep in this morning because I had to go fill in at the school, but that Do was fine. I'm not complaining. Well, yes, one of us to like. MC the show while you take a nap, Doug. Sure. <laughs> Here, I'm just gonna... <laughs> Okay. Uh, uh. Anyway. Just kidding. I'll do it. Jason! Oh, well, Hi. I didn't you. I didn't... I didn't you, I did, did, uh... you did, but oh, okay. it's okay. You finished, you right. but All you right. forgot. But it's fine. Hello, I'm here. There's Jason. And then <laughs> our geek of the north, the one and only... I'm also here. Jason Hunt. <laughs> Didn't go to the con, but it looks like I came out on the good end of that stick. Yes, yes, you did. Oh um, no, it was fun. I overall, let's let's just let's just preface this by saying Gamma Expo. This is yes. uh, the first time back since 2020. 2020 was the like the last event that was actually like the whole pandemic thing was actually starting to like reach its way through the United States, and everything was going just going crazy. At, it can sound uh, like Galactus consuming a world. They, it it <laughs> they, was. In 2020, they were literally shutting the country off from other countries while we were at the expo. And like publishers were leaving the expo two years ago in the middle of it because they weren't sure they were going to be able to get home if they waited. Yeah. Like, this was like one of the last big industry events before everything shut down. It might have been the last one. I, I'm pretty sure it was the, the last. Um, it So... Even still, this this year, it felt like the the international presence wasn't probably. There were still some international people that were there, which was great to see, and we'll talk about that in just a little bit. But it didn't feel like a lot of them uh, still didn't show up, just because of the fact that there's still restrictions and everything in place. It was very nice to see so many. It was very busy. Um, I felt like from my end of things, it was fairly well run, uh, it, like it was in 2020. Um, could there probably be improvements? Yeah, there's always you always want to improve with with various things, but 
I think overall it was it was a good show for them. Um, ben, you've been to Gamma quite a few times. How many times have you, you been? Uh, this was my fourth time. That's your fourth time? This yeah. is my second time. Um, has Jason and Amanda, you you have not never been to Gamma Expo. Okay. Nope. I don't think I don't think Jason's allowed to come. Yeah, Jason, Jason, they actually I think they've banned they have there's like an actual <laughs> list of banned attendees and Jason. It's not my fault that I showed up ready to play Gamma World and no one wanted to play. uh well before we begin uh talking too much i just want to remind folks that if you're listening to the audio podcast you can join us every monday night at 9 p.m eastern here on youtube uh or twitch feel free to to tune in to everyone uh either either channel and uh, give us follow give us like you know all that jazz that we're supposed to do and and uh, we greatly greatly appreciate it and uh you can be part of the chat just like everybody here oh my gosh they've got dad jokes barney's not here and there's a whole bunch of of dad joke nonsense and and, i believe a dad would call it shenanigans yeah it is it is some (laughs) shenanigans um look at this we got we got uh jason here jason thank you so much for joining us we got hungry ewok hungry ewok uh, says i hate elevator i hate elevator music it's bad on so many levels and then jason adds it yeah. has its ups and downs that was a good follow-up that was that an was excellent follow-up. follow-up absolutely absolutely oh man no and then jason bratley says i can't let the puns escalate <laughs> wow just that's just the going. ultimate dad joke is when you just keep beating it down it's just <laughs> yeah so ben our our gamma expo um your Gamma Expo was supposed to start on Sunday. <laughs> my, my Gamma Expo, well, the trip was supposed to start on Sunday, yeah. yeah literally it, nothing about this went off. It did well, not it, it start did. There's, on Sunday. There's a couple things, but but we'll, so. we'll talk about it. And just, we'll, we'll get to I, I just want to preface this. Poor, poor Ben, like both ends of his Gamma Expo were, were not not good. Mine, luckily, wasn't too bad. The, to get there, it was coming back, was the, the horrible part. And we'll talk about that l- later on in the episode uh, when, when we talk about that. But Ben, you were supposed to fly out Sunday. Your flight got canceled because we got a big snowstorm on completely, Saturday. Completely canceled on Sunday. Uh, so I actually woke up Saturday morning, uh, and I had the notification on my phone that the flight on Sunday was already canceled. Yeah. Um, so, and that was mostly because the uh, I was flying out of Burlington, and it is a small airport. It it's an international airport, but it's a small airport, and so they elsewhere where these planes were coming from they had worse weather so the planes weren't making it out of where they were to get to burlington so that they could turn them around and fly them out of burlington so the flights just were not happening on sunday even though it would have been totally possible to if the planes were here uh originally i was supposed to be scheduled to fly out on tuesday which meant i would have gotten there late tuesday and I would have had two days of con and then had to fly back, which I was not happy with. So I worked with them to rebook and I was actually able to get out Monday. Um, so that was good. I did miss one day of uh, one day of peer-to-peer presentations, the, the retailer uh, connection stuff, which I always really like and unfortunately couldn't get to this year, um, which sucks. But, uh, but yeah, and uh, Doug and I actually ended up arriving Close to the same time. We did. It was, it was a race. It was a race to see who could get there first. And and I won the race this time. So that 
I don't know. I don't know what I win. I have nothing really. I mean, you um, had whatever to wait. that is worth. Yeah. You had to wait around in the Reno airport for an hour for me. So I don't yeah. know if you actually won. <laughs> was it really a victory? <laughs> it, it is. Um, but no, I'm glad that we were able to kind of, uh, you know, kind of arrive close to the same time. So we kind of checked into our hotel. Um, yeah, my, my flights there weren't that bad. It was there was a little bit of turbulence flying from Denver to Reno because my flights flo- flew out of uh, Burlington, Vermont, which is like an hour away from or 45 minutes away from here. Um, and then uh, from there, I drove I flew from Burlington to Denver, which was no. a long flight. Um, and there's like a three hour difference there. And then from Denver to uh, Reno and Denver to Reno was was really kind of uh, bumpy. I've um, heard that flight is actually bumpy consistently. I've heard other people who've said that they've flown yeah. from that area up to Reno, and I'm sure it has to do with the winds coming over the the Rocky Mountains. But and you're flying like against them the whole way. Uh, Vanderbeest wants to know: Does Reno have slot machines in the airport? Fun fact: They do indeed. They There's shut them off at like them. six p.m. Though. Yeah, they do. They they do <laughs> shut shut them off uh, quite. Yeah, well, 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 they do encourage people not to hang around in the airport twenty four seven. Well, I don't know. Weird. But so, then they make yeah. you hang out in the airport. <laughs> yeah. so. Then they stop letting you leave because you can't have a plane. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. So the beginning of the, the, the convention wasn't too bad other than Ben got a little got some delayed yeah. by a day or so. The, the, um, flights on, the flights on Monday were fine. I wasn't delayed yeah. at all. So That was good. It was yep. good. Um, we, we checked into the uh, to the pepper peppermill resort resort which is where the uh, the the uh, gamma expo uh, what's that isn't it a restaurant no peppermill resort which is a uh, let oh. me show you I've got a picture you guys of... mentioned a couple of times on your feeds that you were going to the peppermill and I was like oh that sounds like a cool restaurant yeah no <laughs> I realized it was a hotel <laughs> so it's this big resort and I don't have an I've got some some b like some b roll footage that uh, I didn't I. I can't put it on the screen, but um, this was the view from Ben's. When you took the elevator up to Ben's floor, if you looked out, this is what you saw out that window. I'm going to show you. Um, so for the audio uh, listeners, yes. this is a uh, large uh, Italian-inspired courtyard with three pools, uh, a spa on an upper level with a uh, river that surrounds it, and then waterfalls into one of the other pools. It is... Uh, that's it is lobby? exactly what you're picturing. This yeah. is the courtyard in the middle of the the wow uh, the yeah, outdoor courtyard. The, yeah. the the resort kind of feels like a it was it's still stuck in like the late 70s early 80s. <laughs> yes, this which is, is the fine. epitome of 70s uh, Italian elegance. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm not knocking it. It just that's what it. it looks and, and appears to appears to be go inside and it's it's got some great uh, great convention rooms and ballrooms and uh some re- some uh uh restaurants and there's a lot of casino and what we didn't what i did we all didn't real- realize until we got there was that march madness starts this week and so the casino was just slamming most of the week just because everybody mm. was in there betting on uh, college all the games. sports betting yep yeah um funny how march madness starts in march Oh, so David says uh, says the Peppermill is a resort or is a restaurant in Las Vegas. Oh, interesting. Okay. Ah. <laughs> so you weren't you weren't bringing that up out of nowhere, Jason. <laughs> Jason says to be fair, I'm still stuck in the late seventies. 
Which just sounds like a good name for a restaurant, just right? more yeah. so than a resort. Like if you said, "Hey, let's go be, let's go hang out at the Pepper Mill," I'm like, "Hey, we're eating some food." If right. you take me to a hotel, I'm like, "What are Where, we doing here?" Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they have a good restaurant. They need to. <laughs> they've um, got they've got like six restaurants all in. Like this is a yeah. this is a full on casino Nevada experience. It's like a yeah. mini trap you in the resort casino yeah. city deal yeah. thing where you don't yeah. have to leave the premises. That's correct. It's, it's kind of creepy how they do that in in Vegas and obviously Reno. I mean, it was e- weird. Even in the even the like the windows to the doors like are tinted so you can't see like what time of day if it's light outside and yeah. That's what I mean. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. The whole thing is arranged so that you never know where you are, what time it is, or need to leave. Right. I don't like it. It's like a bad sci-fi show. Yeah, I don't like it. Why would you yeah. leave the paradise? And stay you know, with us. It's one of those things too that it's done in such a way that unless it's specifically brought to your attention, you don't really notice. You just right. kind of wander around and you get lost, and then you yeah. sucked in, and yep. four hours have passed, and you've dumped a couple hundred dollars in the slot machines. I don't like Two it. days later, someone's saying you need to leave the hotel, sir. <laughs> ben, you you dumped a couple hundred dollars no, in the slot I, machines. Not not this year. No. <laughs> oh, not this year. Not this year. <laughs> oh. So t- Monday we get in. It was like, what did we do on Monday? We did what the the retailer awards. We right? went to Monday the night? the the retailer uh cocktail hour and uh power uh awards. Yeah. Gamma, no, Gamma no. Power Retailer Awards. And that was really great. They had a lot of different categories for uh, various uh, things like uh, retailer of the year, most innovative, and what what else was uh, outstanding impact on the games industry, which does not have to necessarily be a retailer. It's right. the one. It's the one category that you don't have to be a retailer for uh, to win. Um, and yeah, it was it was good. Uh, there were some really really great stores on display. Uh, this was the first year that they kind of changed um, how people got nominated for these awards. Previously, you would have to nominate yourself and self-advocate and then the fill out a packet and and oh. then the, the, the board would look over them all and vote. This year, they opened it up to, if you wanted to, encourage your local people through social media or in-store signage to nominate you. So you're still kind of self-advocating, but you're asking your customers and your and your communities to kind of speak up and vote for you. Um, it's like politics. Which, <laughs> yeah, which which I thought was pretty cool. And they actually ended up uh, basically tripling the number of entries for wow. it this well, year. Yeah, yeah, that, obviously it worked then. Thing. So yeah, it was uh, it was cool to see that at the end of it, a um, uh, hundred hundred and eleven stores opted in. Like, because once you've been nominated, you still had to say, "Okay, I'm willing to, you know, uh, Accept to go go through yeah. go through the the process," and and you had to provide some extra information to the board and everything. But yeah, 111 stores this year when normally it's around like 30, so nice. 30 wow. to 40. So yeah, it was it was really cool to see that that many stores are willing to engage in it and and willing to talk about themselves a little bit because it's it's a hard industry and it's it's good for some of these stores to be recognized. Yeah, and, and especially after these last couple of years where it was like super tough for them, like just to stay in business, uh, it was really neat to see a lot of these stores pivot and f- like talk about kind of what they did to, to you know, to stay alive, you know, and, and that was really, really kind of neat. Um, 
yeah, it was good. That that lasted what a couple hours. That was a couple. That was hours, a couple hours, and then uh, we trotted off to the arcade. Yeah, the... then Asmodee uh, did this arcade thing where where they uh, let us ha- play arcade games. They rented like the whole arcade out, and because the the Pepper Mill has an has an arcade, uh, a whole bunch of video games, a whole bunch of like you know games that you can play to like win tickets and stuff and. And uh, like an arcade, yeah, like an arcade, but it was, it was like, a the, fairly... like the way an arcade works, yeah, <laughs> yes, I'm Amanda, sorry. like an arcade I'm sorry, works. I'm sorry, I'm glad it's not just me. I'm so happy that Amanda's <laughs> jumping on this thing. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> no but mercy. That was fun. We, we, we stuck around, we, we stuck around there for a little while, played some video games. They also had karaoke going on, oh, which no. was yeah. a lot of fun. Did oh, you yes. karaoke? No, I did not, but we what? went to karaoke. Why did you not karaoke? Uh, because there was a lot of people in that, front of the karaoke. So there, was there, a, were, there was a queue. There it, was a line. I'll, I'll admit, probably the karaoke night arcade bar was the only time I really felt a little like, is this cool? Because like, it was a lot of people yeah. in a space. Yeah. So yeah. We hung out for a little bit, um, and then we took off. And But... Uh, but Seem, seemed fun. to go off fine, yeah. Um, played some games, and uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't really. S- I don't. We saw Derek Funkhauser from uh, who is now the uh, what is it the the game lead game developer or something from from, so, from yeah. White White Wizard Games. Uh, we got to talk to him for a little while uh, at that event, which was really nice to see Derek for. Uh, Derek's been uh, away for a while, so uh, it's nice to see him. Uh, catch up with him and uh yeah there wasn't really a whole lot of i don't think there was a whole lot of other people that we kind of connected with um but yeah it not, was not that opening night we, we kind of yeah we didn't stay up too too late that night so. no because we had been because i i had to so here's the thing ben left when when did you leave in the morning ben you went like 6 15 right my my flight out was at 6 15 yeah so my flight out was at 6 30. So Ben had gotten to the airport a little bit before I did. So I got to the airport and I, and that was a madhouse just because everybody was, was waiting to get the, to check in. But once I got in, I got to TSA and you get into the line for TSA. And in front of me was this rather large, tall person in front of me. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, this person, I bet played basketball at some point in their life. I bet they, I bet they probably played college ball. I'll, I'm kind of curious, who, you know, and so they were directly in front of me. The guy hands the TSA agent their 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 license, their driver's license, their ID, and I'm listening, and I'm like, that guy sounds like Charles Barkley, because <laughs> Charles Barkley has a very distinctive <laughs> Alabama accent, and I'm like, them. That might be Charles. That can't be Charles Barkley. Like, no way. So <laughs> as we're going through TSA, I'm kind of like trying to peek around, trying to make sure that it is him because he's, he's, got, he's, he's doing his, his creepy dog thing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say he's blood. creeping on Charles Barkley. <laughs> do, 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 do the creepy dog thing. And sure enough, it's Charles Barkley. Big fan, you know, NBA. Sixer, I mean... How often are you going to get two Sixer legends oh my God. together? <laughs> I don't know. So, Has it happened yet? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it very rarely does it happen. So 
so I didn't really want to. It was like six o'clock in the morning, and nobody really wants it. I mean, I'm sure he gets it all the time. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. how awesome! Trying to be nice about it. Have you had coffee yet? Photo yeah. op. So I'm trying to be nice about it. So I I needed to go get some some caffeine. So I went to the the little like the little convenience thing that they have there, and luckily he was headed that way too. So uh, we both, or were you just following? No, the man? no, I did need a diet because <laughs> I needed caffeine. I need caffeine in the morning. So we both got a diet coke. I'm like, oh, that's cool. What? And, yeah, we both you got a diet caffeine, coke. but you got a diet coke. Yeah, because because I can't do I can't do sugar. But anyway, so we we we're standing in line. He's standing in front of me at the register. I'm in back of him. We both got diet cokes, and he's standing there. And there's this magazine at the register that is like i don't know it was like women's day or something i can't remember what 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 magazine it was but it says it shows a picture of a woman it says get trim fast and he points it leans over at me and says maybe i should pick up one of these copies and because you know because he's, he's a rather big dude you know because he's known as the round man of, of rebound and i'm just i just laugh i'm like i just kind of chuckle and i'm like mr Barkley, i'm a big fan like i I didn't want to say anything because it's first thing in the morning, but I just want you to know I'm a big fan. But Charles and, broke the ice, so but Charles you know. broke the ice, so so you know. He started you kinda, it. Yep, you're good. So so we started talking and and uh, you know I talked about my my uh, my days playing as a 76er and uh, you know days? all days? those plural days day. days yeah your day. Um. So we talked we talked a little bit and uh, he talked about Philly and his playing career and we and. Uh, Talked about the NCAA tournament and all that. Um, oh, I've got a picture of it here. Let me let me show you. I'm going to bring it up on the screen. There it is, right there. <laughs> I asked some some. I, I'm like, do you mind if I get a selfie with you? He's like, absolutely. He's like, let's. He's like, uh, let's let's do this. And there was luckily there was a lady that was standing right there, and she says, uh, I'll take that photo for you. And I'm like, oh, I was sweet, gonna ask thanks. how you got this selfie because you're pretty far away from that camera. Yeah, no, no, a uh, very nice lady. I, I didn't get catch her name, but she she's like, I'll take that photo for you. And sure enough, uh, we talked for uh, a little bit before our flights uh, talk before our flights uh, took off. So, and... so like, I, wait, I have to look up now how tall Charles Berkeley actually <laughs> is because Doug's not short. For those of you who are like who saw that picture and have not seen Doug in person, Doug's Doug's not like a giant, but he's not short. So I need to look this up now because I'm curious. He's what, like six, eight? Six, six. You're a big fan. Six, you don't six. know how tall okay. your favorite baller is? So what? He's, so he's 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 like seven inches taller than me. Six, six. Yeah. So I was just nice... like, wow, he is like really way taller than you. <laughs> heck, heck of a nice guy. And heck of a nice guy. significantly taller than me. So. Yeah, he's, he's, he's seven inches taller than me. Heck of a nice guy. Um, I asked him, I said, Hey, did you enjoy your stay in Vermont? He's like, yeah, I went to the Windjammer last night and that was a good meal. And, uh, yeah, no, he, he was just up visiting. I think he was in town because they had in Boston, they had retired Kevin Garnett's Jersey number. So, uh, I think he just kind of went up to Vermont just to kind of visit and then, uh, and then flew out. Um, and then of course he had to do, uh, you know, the shows for, for the NCAA tournament with the, with Ernie and, and Kenny. Um, so yeah, no, it was really nice. Uh, nice to see him uh, and talk a little bit about our playing days in the NBA. And uh, you know, my, my conversation was a little bit shorter than his, but uh, you know, it is what it is. I see the joke there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The conversation um, was shorter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But super nice guy. It was a great, great way to start my, uh, my, my uh, trip just because I had to get up at three o'clock in the morning to catch my flight. 
then it was all downhill from there. It wasn't that bad. I mean, I, we got to ha- get to hang out with Ben. You peaked, you peaked too early, Doug. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was that's not that's so, not true. So, Doug, when you were at the show, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, I'm yawning in the middle of the show. When you were no, at can... when you were at Gamma, you were were you with Free League or were you just I... wandering around being Doug? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do I ever not wander wander around just be? I, just... No, I, I meant like, was there some time that you were actually officially attached to a booth, or were you just wandering yes, I, around? Being so, done? so the expo hall was open uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Wednesday it was open from one to six. The expo hall was open from nine to six. And yes, I was with the free league booth. I was in the okay. free league booth. I, I in fact. On Tuesday, the the day after the we, we, we arrived, I actually set up the free league booth, and I'm, I have a picture here. I'm going to show it to you. Um, that right there, we had the free league booth. Oh, it looks so nice. Thank you very much. Uh, we had most of our our products there on display to show off. Uh, we got to talk about the one ring that was come that's coming out. It's actually releasing to retail tomorrow, which is crazy uh, to think about. Um, ben, the, did the you rest- finally get yours? Yes, I did finally get my Kickstarters. Yeah. I was going to uh, say, and how, how long did it take you to get that panel in the back into your overnight bag? Uh, well, Doug, Doug thinks he has has it, but he actually just has my dirty laundry for the week. Nice, so. nice. Yeah, I'll have to uh, take a look at that. Um, it was it was really great. Uh, we actually had an early copy of Death in Space there, which was really cool. Okay. I got to talk that up. Uh, uh, Where are the know, pictures of that? I, I, if you want to check out that, you can check that out on the YouTube channel. I did a video for that uh, before I left um okay yeah it, you haven't jason, you, you haven't, keep your one ring stuff i want death space you haven't checked out that video jason i didn't even know it was up yet i hadn't got a notification do you not do you not subscribe you, no, to this channel no youtube's Dude. doing the thing How where many, even if you're subscribed and yeah. even if you hit the bell it's just like too it, bad i'm it's, not telling yeah, you yeah it's, it's basically like nah bro you All don't right. need this yeah it's, well it's yeah i did very I did bad a, about that lately I did a look through of of uh, Death in Space and you know kind of compared it to more Borg a little. This bit. This is why I can't go to these cons because I would be pilfering every damn thing that wasn't nailed to the floor. <laughs> the best I mean, part is a, a, the a review copy. Is, Jason, oh, I fell in my bag. <laughs> if you're nice, you can take a lot of this stuff home with you. This is they, true. A lot of these companies don't want to take this stuff home. They want it to be in the hands of influencers and retailers and Please media take people. It so I don't yeah. have to pack it. Yeah. Nope. Because we we've paid to ship it there, we don't want to ship it. We don't want to pay to ship it back, and that's why we didn't have a whole lot of stuff at our in our booth. You can see our booth; it just basically has, um, you know, a copy stuff, of everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. it does have a couple copies of, of things, but uh, you know, we for the most part we we try to keep it pretty pretty limited. Um, I, I own everything on that table except for the one ring. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we need to we need to fix that. No, I have no I have no interest in that, dude. Wow, none whatsoever. All right. I don't. It's I don't. Not, I don't find role playing in Middle Earth fun. All right. It's the, all it's right. it's very weird because I'm like all for every fantasy world I ever run into, but the the Middle Earth for some reason I love reading about it. I love the the novels and all of the lore books, but I would never enjoy role playing in it. Yeah, you would. And now my Jason's, game, you would. Jason. I, Jason I, gets a gets a mute just for. Jason's uh, been muted. J- Jason. Oh. Jason can't disagree with with the majority of this podcast. Let's just no. Oh I'm just no. Kidding. I'm just kidding, Jason. It's always good to have a wow. dissenting yeah, opinion. I was gonna say, I'm sure I've disagreed with the majority of the podcast on things before. I, yeah, I, of course I, I definitely have. <laughs> of course, what? I've definitely been muted too. So <laughs> we are true. mostly the dissent, and Doug is is the party line. <laughs> <laughs> 
but it was it was really great uh, to hear that uh, folks were excited about the One Ring. Um, I was surprised to see so many retailers that hadn't heard of Death in Space. Um, mm. So I, I'm hoping I'm hoping the awareness of those retailers now that it's coming. Um, when they said that they carried Mark Borg and they they sell it they sold it quite a bit. Um, it's nice to know that, that they'll probably bring that in just to give that a shot and and see how that does. Um, yeah, I, I, it was it was really really nice. I had a couple meetings with with uh, some folks. Uh, we did on let's see, Wednesday wasn't all that long. Oh, John Marin came in on Tuesday. John Marin is one of the editors uh, for Free League, and he does a lot of other uh, indie RPGs as well. Um, so it was me and John Marin at the booth uh, most of the, or this this event, and uh, yeah, it was it was great. I, I liked I like hanging out with John. Uh, John's one of these great uh, just a great personable guy he's like probably the most one of the most chill guys i know and uh loves his loves gaming and loves loves his loves his gaming loves loves his work yeah, yeah. super nice guy super super fun to hang out with john and and uh, if you ever see me at an event most of the time you'll probably see john as well but maybe you know depending on his schedule uh my schedule is a little more doug's a stalker what's that further proof that doug's a stalker yeah um, but yeah, it was fun. We had, uh, we had a good, good, uh, good Wednesday. Um, J- uh, Ben, did you catch any, you, you, Tuesday, you were in like all the retailer stuff, right? As a Tuesday, retailer, you, got, you had yeah. access to some other things. So part, part of the incentive that Gamma puts out there, uh, for retailers to attend is a series of premier presentations that get put on by publishers. Um, and if you attend a certain amount of these as a retailer uh, in four to six weeks, I'm going to get a very nice big box of stuff from those re- uh, those publishers. They well, donate cool. it. Um, yeah, and it helps offset the cost of the of the con for retailers, and it's uh, you know it it can be kind of pricey to fly around, and it's definitely uh, especially for some smaller stores, it's hard to take the time away to go to these events. Um, so it's really nice that they do this for the retailers. Um, and yeah, so Tuesday was all of these premiere presentations. So we got to see new product announcements from WizKids. Uh, Asmodee uh, is doing some moves in the industry. Um, I sat in on a couple of Dice Makers uh, announcement product line stuff, uh, Die Hard and Foam Brain Games. Uh, and yeah, that's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the pipe in 2022 and beyond. So it's uh, it's it's cool it's it's very cool to see some of this stuff ahead of time as as a, as a retailer and, and as a publisher just somebody that, that goes to gamma um it is really kind of a great event early on in the year to get you hyped for what's coming later on like it, it really is a great just kind of okay let's get you excited about our products they're coming here in the next few months let's sell the heck out of them yeah. and it's it's a really a great hype train for for retailers and, and it's nice and, to know that the industry is getting geared back up again for yeah like full production Definitely. instead of just Definitely. we're all in a holding pattern again now every night each night there there was a game night um we didn't get to go we did the the asmo day uh arcade thing so we didn't really hit the game night on monday night if i'm if i'm, if we, I'm remembering we went correctly. we went over like right at the end of it yeah and it was people down. were kind of picking up at that point so here's um, here, here's the thing that i have with a game night and and ben you can you can either disagree or, or agree with me it's it's fine you're gonna get muted anyway 
You're good to have an just, opinion. Just but kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, it'll be held um, against you. You're not. You're not going to get muted. Um, the thing that I didn't really care for with the game nights was that they were in this big like ballroom, and the tables were very close together, and it was very loud. Like everybody was talking, so you couldn't really hear people all that well. Of course, that you had to wear your mask at this event and show proof of vaccination, and so you had to wear your mask. Um, and it was only from 9 to 11. So it was only two hours. So it's really hard, unless your game is like some sort of light, like, you know, filler game, you're really not going to get a whole lot of playthroughs of it. You're going to have to show either a taste of it or a few rounds and go, okay, yeah, that's the game. Then th- these this is the win condition and see you, see you later. And I got to get these other, other people on their way. I didn't really care for that. I would have rather had more space, less noise, and a longer game night. Ben, what are your thoughts on that? (laughs) So uh, I agree wholeheartedly. Um, I feel like previous years, the game nights were actually three hours. I was a little surprised that these were two this year. I don't know if that was space constraints or, or anything, but I really feel like the game nights were longer in the past. Um, I have an extremely hard time hearing people when there's a lot of background noise. I actually, I can't like, I, I, I just, I can't hear if there's any, if two, three things going on uh, and you see me standing there smiling and nodding, it's probably because I have no idea (laughs) what's actually going on. Um, uh, So yeah, it's hard for me to get a lot out of these. Um, I definitely did get to do some demos during there. Um, but yeah, the, some of the people that were like demoing larger, you know, games that take two hours to play, like they had the same four people the entire night. And I'm sure those people had a great time because they stayed for the whole thing. But if that was a game I wanted to demo, I, I couldn't have sat down and, right. and tried it out. So um, Tuesday night, they did RPG night, which was where they wanted to focus and show off RPGs. And it definitely wasn't scheduled by someone that, that plays a lot of RPGs. You could tell because there's a there's no way that you can even hear people all that well, and b two hours really isn't enough to even get one playthrough. Usually, I mean, we do it here on the show because we, we you know, we try to, to try to fit <laughs> we it. We cut within every like corner two, in, in two, the two and a half hours. <laughs> well, we just we just try to keep it. You know, it, we tell, hey, listen, you know, but once you get too tough. It's, it's it's tough, and you have to you have to have your if you're going to have a two hour demo of something, you have to really tailor your content mm-hmm. specifically and to be you a have very to nail short every high point demo. about your game. Yeah. And you have to be ready to go right from the opening right. until the close. Yeah. Like, so there's no way. Cause it takes like, everybody doesn't just show up at nine o'clock. People filter in at like nine 30 yeah. and, and, and so on. So oh. that was really kind of frustrating just because as an RPG publisher, you basically were just showing off your your products and explaining how the mechanics work and people were moving along, which was fine. I mean, it was kind of the same thing at the, at the, the, the expo, though. So it really, I felt it didn't really add a whole lot of value other than the fact that, oh, this is another two hours for us to kind of show off our stuff. Yeah. What what I used it for, and I, I would encourage people that um, go to cons and have these like drop-in game nights and stuff uh, that aren't able to hear well or have the time to commit to to these longer games um just walk around and see what catches your eye and take a picture of it 
And then, because usually you can go into, like I could later on uh, this week, go into the expo hall, find that company. And I could usually get a much better five, 10 minute pitch from them at their at their booth than I could trying to hear over everything going on while we're also trying to play the game as well. So Yeah. And that, that was good. That, I mean, other than that, I mean, people were, again, people were very uh, responsive to, to the one ring they had. We, we showed off the one ring at the, at the RPG net, which was, which was a lot of fun. People um, seem to really like it. You guys always had uh, two, yeah, three people had... at the table kind of asking questions and picking up the books. Uh, Cause John was prepared to run one of the things, but you guys ended up just talking about yeah. the game, which I, just, I think I... it's better. It, you know. it is just because you know, and, and we'll talk about what happened on Wednesday night. But you're if you're just running a game, you're you're, you're only going to get hit like you know a handful of people, and everybody else is going to get left out. And um, we, and to clarify, the the publishers pay for these tables. We do um, ahead of time. You have to register for them. You pay for them. Um, so they're not uh, they're not uh, it's not just free play really. Like these are somewhat organized. So you want to hit as many people as you can. Previous years. Last year in 2020, they had like an actual RPG room which was separate, and I feel like that needed to be. Although they probably didn't have as many RPGs featured, but I feel like that needed to be a thing this year. Um, in longer hours, it was really great to see the other publishers that were set up at RPG. It was nicest. I'm gonna give Gamma mad props for giving RPGs their own night. Thank mm. you, Gamma, for doing that. I loved it. We need to do it bigger and better next year, because um, you know everybody has board games. Every you know, pretty much the board games dominate every every single night. But to have one night specifically for RPGs was was awesome. Uh, we got to see a lot of different RPGs featured. Uh, we got to see Magpie's Root. They they had uh, the 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 RPG based on the board game all you know set up and shown off. And I'm going to tell you what I've got a copy. I've actually got two copies of of Root the RPG because I I. I from, what I've read so far, I just, I am really, really digging that uh, RPG. And it was really great to see their team there. Um, it was really nice. In fact, uh, shout out to Chris from, uh, Christopher from, from Magpie Games. Thank you so much for being so, uh, so nice. And, and it was great, <laughs> just great catching up with him uh, over, over the, over the week. Um, I'm trying to think who else was there that uh, was doing RPGs. Was our, our, what is that? What's the, the company that does uh, The Witcher? Or Talsorian. Yeah, I'll tell yep. Talsorian. Yep. What? Um, what? What is that word? Talsorian. Talsorian. Tal That's the it's R Talsorian. Yeah. R Talsor. Okay. It's it it's like R it was... it's R period Talsorian. Okay. That's yeah. why I was confused because it sounded like it was all one word. The way <laughs> oh, we're no, no. And that's why I was like, <laughs> what is this word? Yeah, okay. No. Okay. No, um, I I'm caught up now. Yeah, they, they were demoing, I think, Cyberpunk and and mm -hmm. Art and Witcher and, and a couple others um, that they that they have in their library. Um, I really didn't I, get a chance to see them too much. I will say, I was surprised to see Asmodee there demoing their Genesis system because oh, I nice. I kind of thought they'd kind of abandoned their role play stuff. So it was very encouraging to see them demoing the Genesis system because. Um, Two years ago, one of the big things was they were going to be spinning all the roleplay stuff into its own imprint. Right. And then there were some staff changes, and a lot of people got laid off, and like we didn't really know, and we haven't really seen any roleplay stuff from Asmodee over the past two years. So yeah. this was cool to see them actually demoing the system, 
Um, whether or not you like it, that's up to you. I think it's kind of a cool little system. Um, and it, it works well with many different properties, which is part of the reason they are incorporating it. But, um, but it was cool to see them doing that and getting things going. Uh, it, uh, James says Edge Studios has the Genesis line. Yeah, yes. I think that's, that's owned by, yep. by, by, uh, uh, by Asmodee now. Um, yeah, it was it was really great. I'm trying to think of anything else that I saw on RPG Night. I would have liked to get a demo of, of Genesis because so that's one system that I, I'm not very, really all that familiar with. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anything. It was really busy um, that night, so it was it was nice to see. Um, that night, I also caught up with the ninth level, uh, ninth, ninth level folks, uh, Chris and Heather uh, from Ninth Level, and we we chatted for a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to. I think that we're we're going to probably make an announcement uh, later on this this in the in the coming months. Uh, include you know, that, that'll include them, which is pretty neat. Um, I, I, I don't even know. He Doug yeah, didn't no. tell me anything. So I'm 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 excited about that. Um, if, if Doug was to remove us all from the screen right now, it would be a representation of how in the dark we are. That's right. That's right. You're in suspense like the rest of us. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm. I'm. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun uh, when when I can make that announcement. Um. So we did that. And then Wednesday, the actual expo hall opened up. One through it was open from one to six. Uh, ben, was there? There must have been more presentations and keynotes Wednesday morning. Yeah, in the morning, uh, it's kind of the like round two of the peer-to-peer -peer presentations. Uh, so I was able to actually go to a few retailer-to-retailer uh, -retailer talks. Um, there are a couple of different tracks. Why I say peer-to-peer -peer instead of just retailer talks, because uh, designers, publishers, uh, um, artists can all have their own kind of track that they go into. Um, so there were there were other seminars for people that weren't retailers going on at the same time. Um, but because I'm in the retailer track, that's what I have available to me. So, yeah, that's Ben's wheelhouse. Um, I spent Wednesday kind of prepping the booth a little bit more with with John. With what? Um, what? With what? Just, he didn't bring just, anything. Just kind of like <laughs> you know, make oh, sure you just well, rearranged. <laughs> the, the, there was some. There was some. Doug had some. Doug had some some booth drama. We had some booth drama. Oh. Oh, but, but it's fine. It's my fault. You know Story what? I, so so here we go. Here we go. So <laughs> I've done enough of these conventions that I'm going to tell you right now. If anybody does conventions, it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. This <laughs> is absolutely true. It, it is. And, and that works and in I any kinda, aspect of your life, to be honest with you. I <laughs> kind of knew that going into this. Kind of knew this going into, and I definitely encouraged you to do what you what you did at first. <laughs> ben enabled. Ben enabled. So, oh, sorry, had... I didn't see that. Oh, so we had a corner booth. I don't know if I get it here. I'll put the. I'll put the. Yeah, uh, I the... saw it. Was a... yeah, so it was on a corner. Yeah. Um. So originally, I had brought two of those backdrops. I had the one ring backdrop, and I had the Twilight Two Thousand backdrop. Uh huh. And and I put them up so that. They there was one in the, the back and one on the side. Yeah. You can't do that. Not, not supposed to do that. Not All supposed right. to do that because the, the our, our booth mate next door, our booth neighbor, was Panini. And if you know you know Panini, they do trading cards and, and all that. And super shout out to Ake who worked right next to us. Ake is awesome. Yeah, um, and we actually cool. got to hang we got to hang out with him uh after hours on uh what was it, Thursday night? Yeah, Thursday. Thursday night. Um, 
and I'm I'm excited to, to catch up with him at Gen Con as well. Um, so I put the I put the the, the Twilight 2000. No, I put the One Ring uh, backdrop there, and I put the Twilight 2000 banner in the back. Um, yeah, they came around and were like, "You can't do that. You can't do that because <laughs> there's no there's since there's no you know pipe and drape that goes no, up yeah, to the top. It, yeah. it kind of people can see Twilight 2000 or the One Ring from the Panini right. booth. I'm like, right. okay, fair enough. I kind of knew that was coming, but I set it up anyway just to. <laughs> maybe hope that I could get away with it. See if anybody um, notices. Yeah. And since the the one ring was coming out, you know, this week, I, I we went with the the one mm-hmm. ring instead of the Twilight 2000. Plus, Twilight 2000 with everything else that's going on in the world, it's kind of hard to push. It's kind of one of those things where if it's somebody weird, asked about it, yeah, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, where if somebody asked about it, we would tell them about it, but it wasn't something we were actively going, hey, you need to get this you know, World War Three that never was RPG because guess what? We're kind of <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was the, really the, good. East, yeah. Eastern yeah. European World War Three. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the worst part too. Is yeah. that's where it's all set. You're just like, oh, oh yeah, this is awkward. Yeah, gonna, we're just gonna kind of not. <laughs> yeah, um, which was fine. It, it was, it, you know, they're still interested in it, and, and folks were really excited to see it. And some folks even didn't realize it was out again. You know, there was a new edition for it, and that's one thing that I love about these these types of events is introducing folks to all sorts of RPGs that maybe have been out for a while, and 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 they, this is new to them. So even though yeah. it's something that's been, you know, we're familiar There's... with for, for years, it's new to them, and they're excited about it, and yeah. they want to bring it into their store, which is cool. There's so um, much news with RPGs. Yeah. Every day. Every RPGs. Every, yeah. Board games, like, card games. Cool. Um, the, the, the overflow of information is almost impossible to keep up with. There's lots of things that come out, and I'm like, when did that happen? And I pay attention to a lot of that stuff with all of you guys. <laughs> um, so that, that was really great. Uh, I also got to, uh, as we were at the booth on, on Wednesday, uh, Ronnie Renton from Mantic. Uh, the owner of uh, Mantic uh, came over to the booth, and we ch- I got to chat with Ronnie for a while because uh, I haven't seen Ronnie in, gosh, years uh, at this point because of everything that's been going on. And it was nice to catch up with Ronnie. Shout out to Ronnie, um, super nice guy again, really nice, really nice individual. And uh, I-, I love everything that they're doing at, at Mantic. Um, so if you're if, uh, if uh, you're not familiar with what they do, go go check out their their games online. Uh, they've got some really cool stuff. Um, talk to talk to Ronnie for a little bit, and uh, they seem to be doing really well over there at Mantic. Uh, ben, you said that they they had actually a big announcement that they partnered with Asthma Day for something. Yeah, they're going to be distributing. Um, uh, Mantic's going to be partnering with Asthma Day because uh, a lot of people don't realize this, especially the the end users, the the players, and everything. Asthma Day is set up to be a game publishing house and also a game distributor. And they've actually, uh, part of their keynote, they actually announced that they are bringing in 14 new lines already this year in 2022 to distribute uh, in North America. So, and Mantic's going to be one of those. They're going to be starting with the train crates uh, that Mantic does, which, yeah, are nice, affordable RPG terrain in these little themed boxes. Um, And they're going to, if that works well, they're going to continue and expand through uh, the other uh mantic stuff as well from what i understand 
That's cool. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they, they do some, actually, I got some Mantic stuff right next to me. Um, I, I'm a big fan of, of what they do, and uh, it was really nice to, to, to see Ronnie. I've, I've seen their U.S. contingent. Uh, a few, I saw them at uh, Gen Con, and, and uh, uh, it was nice to finally see Ronnie again at, at, at an event. And made sense uh, with, the, with the Asmo Day announcement that, that he was over here anyway. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm excited for all the things that they've got coming uh, down, the, down the road. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think what else. And then what, Wednesday night, we also went to Lolo's for dinner, right? Oh, we went to Lolo's. So <laughs> if, oh, yes, we did. <laughs> if you go to Reno, Nevada, and you go to the Pepper Mill, Lolo's is – what type of restaurant it's, is it? it? It's Filipino. Yeah, it's Authentic Filipino, Filipino cuisine. And we have been there. Uh, in, yes, please. Yeah. We, we went there in 2020, and – Basically, John had gone there for lunch, and he's like, "I gotta take the, I gotta take the guy, I take Ben and Doug for dinner," and so we went there for dinner as well, or he went there for dinner as well and brought us. And he didn't, he didn't even like give, they didn't even give us a menu. John just told the the the, I think it was the waitress or something that whatever the chef wants to make us, just send it to the table. <laughs> just and- and- and I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell oh, you what. That sounds amazing. It was a, probably one of the best meals I've ever had. And like plates just gone just kept on arriving. Like they just kept on coming to the table. We we were sitting on like a three by four table and <laughs> they literally filled it with food for us. It oh my gosh. Was amazing. That's yeah, that's and a then, fairly standard Filipino thing. Yeah. And then the, the the chef comes out and she's like she she you know talks to us she's made sure that we were all happy with everything and it was just a really really great experience and so for like two years Ben and I uh, and John it's we've been talking about oh man we hope that they we hope Lolo's survives the pandemic we hope that we can't wait to get back to Gamma not just to be at the expo but to go to Lola's Lolo, Lolo's like. Oh my word! Oh my word! So we were ecstatic when we got there, and they were still open. Um, we went there for for lunch for for dinner Wednesday night, and we actually reminded them, like, "Hey, we were here two years ago. We did this. It was amazing." Um, I told I told the, the the cook it was same cook or the same chef, and uh, I said, "You know, Ben across here said it was one of his, his top ten meals of all time," and then I said. But I, th- but for me, it was one of my top five meals of all time. And so- <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, but Doug likes pop tarts, so it's a lot easier to impress. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think I think there's a some skewed dynamic going on there. So, so she did. She's just like, okay, and she starts r- writing down in this pad what she was gonna make us, and sure enough, oh, plate after plate after plate of food. Stop it! You're making so, me hungry. It's like ten o'clock at night. So good. <laughs> Those so chips good. aren't doing it for you anymore, Amanda. No, <laughs> I'm not was, eating was, the chips anymore because I didn't want to want to crunch on stream and ruin Doug's audio. Great. But I might have to. It, it, it was it was a great yeah. uh, another great experience. In fact, it was so great that Thursday <laughs> we decided though, like towards the middle of the day, but because we were so busy and and I, John and I didn't get any lunch. I'm like, John, do you want to go back to Lolo's and, and he's like, yes, let's do it again. Let's let's just push the reset button and do that Run all back. over again. And uh, yeah, which works with Doug because he'll have a nap and forget what he did. That's true. That's true. 
Um, but we weren't able to Thursday night. So we go over to, to Thursday night. We go over to Lolo's, and it said that they closed at eight. So we get there over there at seven because we don't want to be those people that go like really last minute and make 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 everybody stay you know after closing. We go over there at seven, and they had already closed. Ah, and they no. and so, so they closed. They closed early, and so we're like, oh dang it, like that sucks. So we're like, okay, it is what it is, you know. At least we try to get a second meal. We'll, we'll, it'll, we'll just hit it next year when, when we go back. So we decide that we're going to go to the restaurant and the casino. So we're sitting there, and there's a wait of about a half an hour. So we put our name in. We're sitting there at, waiting at the, at the to get into the restaurant. And wouldn't you know who shows up? But Lolo herself, <laughs> or not no Lolo, but it's the the, the chef. I guess the it's the, I guess it's Lolo's daughter that 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 mostly the <laughs> chef and. And the the gentleman that, that that works the front end, which I guess is her boyfriend or, or husband or something, her partner, and they show up, and she goes, she goes, she says something along the lines of, "Oh, I saw you guys wanted to come, but I was closed. I almost opened back up for you." <laughs> so if you had just waited a bit, <laughs> so. Because so, her, I guess the the guy that she was with, her partner, like actually told her, "Hey, your your buddies are in the in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they want to come in." And she almost opened opened back up for us. Have your nose is all pressed up against the glass, like let us in. So she says. So she asked when we're leaving, and we're like, "Oh, we leave. You know, I I don't leave until Friday night, but John leaves. You know, and and so you know, this is this was going to be like our last night." Um, you know, so we, we wanted to, you know, do do your restaurant one more time. And she goes, are you going to be around for lunch? <sighs> yes, we are, Lolo. Yes, we, we are, are going to. <laughs> if, if, even if we weren't, we, we are now. We heaven and earth to make and sure so we're she, there for she, lunch. She, 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 like, touches me. She, like, reaches over, touches me on the shoulder. She's like, you come, you come to my place for lunch <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like. Okay. You got it. <laughs> Don't. D- so uh yeah that was that was amazing again we went to lunch she made us some like sweet and sour soup and what else is she she made us all the stuff the we, we got like, like all the favorites that we yeah. really liked and uh, she's like what, then, did, what did you yeah. really like last night and so we were like tell, told her like the few things that we were you know we liked everything but there were like three or four that like really stood yeah. out and so we were like Highlight. we like really yeah. like this we really like this she's like i'll make those and i'll make you some other stuff <laughs> so great so great can't wait if to you, go back. If, if you're in Reno, go. Go. It is amazing. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> go to Lolo's. It's phenomenal. You, should, you know what you should do next time you go to Gamma or any of your cons, honestly, because you guys always find interesting places to eat. You should make a food guide for con goers. Oh, that would be pretty neat. And then Ooh. and give it out at the con and be like, okay, you really <laughs> want to eat some good food while you're here. You don't want to eat fast food or whatever. These are the restaurants you need to hit up. They're like right around the convention Darn. center kind of thing. Off you go. Um, yeah, or I could just you know I could just post it on our on the victoryconditioningaming.com yeah. website and let, let you could know. you yeah. could yes. Um, but yeah, Lolo's great. Go see it. It's literally it's go, go eat one, it. Don't go uh, see it go 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 eat it then go yeah go <laughs> just stand outside and, the door going wow this looks cool <laughs> it's it, it they're super friendly super nice great food just a great experience and tell them that hey 
those crazy guys from Vermont and from Alabama, you know, <laughs> sent us there. And they said not to order off the menu, just have the 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 uh, the the, uh, the chef. Uh, that would be place. awesome. It's affordable too. It was affordable. It was really great. Yeah. Um. Yep. So that was that was we did that uh, Thursday night. The the casino food is. The casino restaurant food is it's kinda casino food. it's fine. Like it's, you know, it's yeah. not bad, but it's not no great. It's not five star yeah, or anything, yeah. yeah. Um yeah. So it wraps up. Everything was everything wrapped up Thursday night. There was another game night Thursday night, but we, yeah. I didn't really hit it all that that much. I went in and took a look around, but um we I hung out with uh, with Ake. Uh, we went we went to the casino. Uh, I got to watch him spend twenty dollars on the slot machines. He actually was up seventy dollars, and then lost it. Just cash out. Eight, well, no, eight, 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 eight <laughs> was one of those guys that was like, committed. "Okay, I'm, I'm okay committed. if I lose this twenty dollars." And I, you know, uh, but yeah, it would have it would have been pretty neat to to cash out. And I told him after the after it, I'm like, you know what? Now we know. Next time you're up to seventy bucks, we should just cash out. <laughs> Get cash it. out. The last Stupid. time I was at a casino in Vegas, I I was up like a hundred dollars or something, and I was sitting there thinking, eh, I only like I I took one hundred and fifty that I wanted to gamble with, and yeah. I ended up up a hundred dollars on top of that. And my buddy's sitting there behind me, and he's like, "How are you doing?" I said, "Well, I'm up a hundred bucks. I mean, it's nothing major." And he's like, "Dude, exchange rate," and I'm like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is actually like a hundred and fifty-seven dollars. I'm nice. cashing out now." <laughs> Uh, ben actually played the slot machines. Did you, did. you, you came yep. out ahead, right? So, so what I do is I basically collect change throughout the whole year. And then I, you know, if I've got loose change in my pocket, it goes into a, into a jar. And then, you know, when it gets fuller, or I've got something to do. I just pull it out and we figure it out. So I had about, I had about, uh, like 80 to a hundred dollars. That is like Reno fun money. House money. And, and we put that in into some slots. Uh, I think overall, I came out uh, about plus sixty bucks on the weekend. So I uh, I hit a I hit a hundred and fifty dollar payout on a fifty cent bet. So that worked out all right. So yeah, yeah. it was it, a good time. You know, if you go in there with a set amount and you're just okay with losing yeah. it, then make make a, make a budget. <laughs> This is money you are willing to donate to the casino. Yes. <laughs> yep. If Don't you go come away with more, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, know that it is a donation and it will probably go very quickly. Um, so we went to Lolo's for lunch on Friday after the, so, so Game Expo wrapped up on Thursday. Friday, we, we went to Lolo's for lunch. John left at, uh, at, at the end of lunch because we all wanted to go. We, the three of us wanted to hit Lolo's. And uh, he headed to the airport as far as, so I know he got home without any issues, which was great. I don't think he had too many flights to, to, to get there. Ben <laughs> and I, our flight didn't leave until midnight uh, at, from Reno. So we spent the day, uh, we, went, we went and hit a couple movies. Uh, ben and I went and watched the Batman. You got to watch the Batman for the first time. It was my second yep. time. I really enjoyed that movie. I didn't realize it was Ben's first time watching the Batman. Um, ben, what, what did you think of that movie? Uh, so now that I've had some time to think it over and kind of process it, it is yeah. the best Batman movie we've had. Wow, that's it high praise. Really good. It's, I really like it. The story is good. The acting is good. Special effects are good. 
the music really jumped out at it me does, and how sure. effective the music is in the movie. Um, yeah, all around a fantastic, fantastic uh, flick. So definitely see the Batman when you are comfortable doing so or when it hits streaming. Yeah, there, our, our theaters were super, super empty. Like it was because we had, I mean, two, uh, there were two other people in each yeah. of the movies we went to. So, so there were four people total. Almost like a private showing. Um, yeah, it was it was good. I really like it. I think it sets up uh, a really great like if they want to do a follow up a movie. I think this is supposed to be a trilogy, so uh, it does a really great job of setting up uh, things for for future future movies. And then after we watched that movie, we went and saw Uncharted, the now, best Spider Man movie I've watched. This movie stars <laughs> Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, and I didn't I don't know anything about the Uncharted fran franchise in the video games. So I had no expectations coming in to this movie, <laughs> but I actually kind of enjoyed it. It was not a good movie. It was a very fun movie. It was a fun movie, and that's... it was it was aware it was campy. It was aware it was yeah. having fun with it. So it was good. Like that's sort of the yeah. thing with Nathan Drake. Always has been like that too. Like it's it's a silly game. So. I yeah I enjoyed the movie a lot and and after watching the Batman for three hours I kind of wanted three it. hours yeah because the Batman is three hours it's, it's a long oh, movie goodness yeah, yeah it's a long movie so so buckle down and, and be prepared but it's one of those movies that doesn't feel like three hours Ben did it feel like three hours to you because for no. me it doesn't feel like three hours no uh, the the only time I kind of went wow this is still going on is after like the third plot twist which yeah. the plot twists are great I didn't see any of them coming. Yeah. But they kept coming. I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> right. Um. But you, so you kind of wanted something a little campy, a little, little more light, yeah. you know. And and it does. It's it's. I it, it kind of had a little bit of an Indiana Jones feel to it. Oh yeah. And and, and Nathan Drake is basically seriously athletic a lot, a lot Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I enjoyed it, and I hope they do another movie. Um, is it going to be like this movie that's going to win all sorts of acting awards? Oh, God, no, it's no. not. It's, <laughs> Mark and if you go into it knowing that, it's, it's fine. It's not going to so win any a, awards. So there's a funny story about I, I don't know if folks are familiar with with this. I, I, I learned about this uh, like a few weeks ago that Mark Wahlberg has been attached to this Uncharted movie for years. Like, I guess mm -hmm. there's been like he was he was he was like cast for the, the yeah. Uncharted movie like for like i think it's almost like 10 or 12 years ago when he was a younger man yeah when he was a younger <laughs> man so he always like he, so he was like when he originally uh got cast for this uh, this this role because it's like a younger guy and an older guy he was like oh i can't wait to get somebody that's famous an older person to, to play alongside me uh, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, great it's uh, gonna be great you know and then finally uh, they put it on the shelf for, for a while and they said uh, they, they they called him and said hey uncharted is back in business we're, we're all set we're, we're gonna be we're gonna be doing this movie finally and he's like oh great who are you gonna get for a co-star for me and they said tom holland and he's like how can tom holland be the old guy and Just then that's when he hit that, him that oh, he's no. the old guy in the movie <laughs> oh wait that's I'm awesome. Guy. But it worked. They were, I, I'm going to tell you what. Like, I'm not a big fan of Mark Wahlberg. Like, as far as like a you lot of his what? You could have fooled me. You could have fooled us. I I don't. I hate. I hate him in the Transformers movies. Like, I I don't like signs. <laughs> like, there's there's a few. I I actually enjoyed him in this movie just because of the character that he plays. He plays like, you know, kind of like the 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 
untrusty guy with a heart of gold, like kind of at the end. Yeah. I thought it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. That's yeah. good. Yeah. So, I would uh I we got exactly what we paid for yeah. out of it. And that is that is more than some movies nowadays. Absolutely. So. And and here's the thing Reno movies, five bucks a ticket. What? It was great. What? Yeah, it's like Canada yeah. prices. What? Unbelievable. So much cheaper. It literally took, money cost to go to me and Ben ten dollars each to see two movies. Yep. Cool. Anyway, so, so one we, thing in Canada that's cheap actually is our theaters. Yeah. We we finally wrapped up our uh, our movies. We stuck around for the, the the resort for a little while longer, but then we went to the airport because oh, our no. flights were heading out. <laughs> our flight was heading out at midnight, and so we were like, "Hey, you know, let's get there early. It'll be great." We'll check in. We'll get our we'll be bags conscientious checked. travelers. Yes. We'll we'll get through TSA. We'll grab something to eat at one of the restaurants and have nice a nice leisurely meal. pace. It'll be nice, wonderful. Nice leisurely pace. So we go to the Reno Airport, and what happens, Ben? <laughs> uh, apparently, the um, the airline kiosk for us to check our bags doesn't open until nine p.m. Nine thirty. Nine thirty. Nine thirty p.m. Yeah. So we have uh, two hours to wait. For the uh, the kiosk to open to check our bags, so we sit there on the on these in these chairs waiting to check in to our flight. We're okay. like we're like cool. We'll get some food while we wait. Yeah. All the restaurants, all the stores, everything outside of TSA closed. Oh no! So oh, we no. had no food options other than one vending machine, which wouldn't take my card for some reason. It couldn't read my card. So we literally sat there for two hours waiting for it to open so we could get inside. And hopefully, hopefully once we get inside, maybe there's a restaurant open because there's lots of people inside there. So we finally get through there. Nope. Oh, no. That's was terrible. it just the time of night? or? I guess. I don't know. Every, I don't know. Everything was closed. Like everything all the restaurants closed. were closed. One, Even the one duty bar shops was, and stuff? One, one bar was open. Yeah. Um, but so they were just serving alcohol. Yeah. yeah. They were just serving uh, drinks. That's weird. You yeah. think that there would be one place that would stay open just to strictly take advantage of all the starving people? You, right? You, you would think. You would think. Yep. Anyway, finally midnight rolls around. After that whole ordeal, Ben and I are super hungry, super tired. We get on the plane. We're we're on the plane. We're like, oh man, we're gonna we're gonna take off. Yes, we're gonna we're gonna. They, they, they come on the PA system, make the announcement, hey, guess what? One of the speakers in the captain's cabin isn't working, and we need to call a maintenance tech to come and fix it before we can take off. We cannot fly without the speaker working. Some sort of vital communications piece or something? I guess so. All right. Cool. Now, we get into... Our flight goes from from Reno to JFK in New York, uh, to from JFK to to Burlington. There was like a couple hour. We had about an hour and twenty minute layover. Yeah. Is what it was going to be. Was was what it was going to be. But like, okay, well, you know, we'll we'll see what see what happens. So, an hour goes by. They get on. They're like, yeah, we can't get the speaker to work. I'm like, oh crap. Here we this go. This is not going to be good. <laughs> so then they're like, well, they've suggested we power the plane down. Literally turn it off. 
literally and then turn it back on are you serious so we sat in the dark for a little while that's hilarious they finally did fix the speaker but it was two hours we sat on the plane for two hours oh that'd be rough we're looking at our flight and it says that we're now supposed to land 10 minutes after our flight that's going to be taking off from jfk no Oh, that sucks. You'll literally be landing and watching your plane take off. <laughs> yeah. So we fly. It's a long flight. Um, we finally get close to New York. And Ben, you actually took asked one of the uh, one one of the flight attendants. Well, so as I'm refreshing the app and everything, it's like, oh, you're going to arrive at nine twenty. Boarding for your plane ends at nine twenty five. It's like, okay, so there's a chance. <laughs> that we can because li literally we're running from one gate to the other gate right across the terminal so like right, right. we've only got we've only got 40 feet to go there's right. a chance very we can slim, do this very so slim I, chance. I i i ask the the flight attendant like so can you like radio ahead and see if if you know they can hold it you know just there so we can make the connection and they're like if we were going to be at, there at 920, maybe, but we're not going to be there at 920. Aww. We didn't actually touch down and hit the gate until 940. So, oh, yeah. yeah. So we, we missed miss the connection. Yeah. So, so we go we go up to the, the, the we'll say, I'm, I'm going to put them on blast just because I, I don't like to talk <laughs> bad about a company, but this, this company, we go up to the JetBlue counter and we're like, hey, we just missed our flight. We need to hit another connecting flight from from JFK to to Burlington, Vermont, which is actually only like an a little over an hour flight. Yeah, yeah it's a short jump. Yeah, it's a, it's it's the short leg of the, the the journey. Like we need to get another flight. There's only two flights a day to Burlington, Vermont. Mm -hmm. One at nine forty in the morning, and one at nine forty or nine twenty at night. So and you we, missed the nine twenty at night one. So. We know we missed the morning one because we we took off at midnight, and so we missed the morning one. So we had to stay there all day. We have a twelve-hour wait now. There now it's a twelve-hour wait until no. we get our flight. No. Yes. No. So Ben Wait, and I look at each other how, like, what, what, what? How did it? You you took off at midnight from Reno. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Right. Because there's a three-hour difference. We went three hours so ahead. When it's when it's midnight in Reno, it's it's already like three a.m. Right, three a.m. So, so that flight was six hours. It was six hours. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to get yeah. across the entire country, it takes like five, six hours, depending on which way you're going. Yeah, you're flying in a Winnebago. It was a smaller. It was a smaller. Was it a little air, like a little Airbus? How much flying do you do you do, Jason? It, the continent I, I is large. I've flown, I've flown from Edmonton to Pennsylvania. It was it was a smaller cross country yeah, plane. It, it, it wasn't, wasn't one bad. of the big ones. Weird. I would think it would be faster. Like I flew from here to Vegas. Okay. No, that didn't seem to take that long. <laughs> no. I don't know. Whatever. No, it's <laughs> That's why I was confused when you said you took off at midnight and you missed a plane that was leaving at nine in the yeah, morning. Like, because holy man, there, there's crazy. three hours added plus it's a six hour flight. Yeah. Well, we so, didn't actually take off in Reno till like one thirty yeah. in the morning. Yeah, so. yeah, and they were delayed. So, and didn't your whole country just decide daylight savings time is not a thing anymore? Yes. So yes. Does that mean are they are, are they gonna, are they gonna, are they going to adjust time zones? No. I wonder. I no? no. Okay. <laughs> so. 
Although technically Maine should be on Atlantic time, but we're not. That's <laughs> true. So, so Ben and I look at each other and we have to sit, we now are having to stay at this airport for 12 hours. Together. We have a short little chat on if we should try to, you know, get a car drive, drive should, or, should, or yeah. catch a plane. Do we have a car or do so, we go buy some guns? It's a six hour drive. Yeah. So I, I'm kind of like, I'd rather just chill out and get there later. Plus, it was going to yeah. cost us money. We've already yeah. paid for the flights. Exactly. Like, let's, and then you're paying extra just, on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. So we're like, okay, we're going to stick it out. We're going to stay. And then what What time did we get the first it about, alert? It was about three. two or three in the afternoon. It's like three o'clock. Yeah. We get an alert that said, oh, hey, guess what? Your flight's delayed by 20 minutes. And we're like, oh, it's sucks okay. but it's okay that's not bad and i think I, I think at that point i said something I'm, to ben i'm suspicious of a flight being delayed by 20 minutes six hours before well, it's supposed to be exactly. happening exactly i i looked over at ben and I, i'm like this isn't a good sign Mm-mm. <laughs> it's fine ben, ben ben was like ben was the ben was the even the, the level-headed person in this in this equation and he was like no it's fine it's just 20 minutes we're, we're going to be waiting 12 hours. What's another 12 minutes? I have 20 minutes. That's when, that's when okay. Ben should yeah. have said, the eye of Sauron is fixed upon this airport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, Ben's right. Ben's right. It's only 20 minutes. So yeah, we'll stick around. So then like a couple hours, another couple hours go by and we get another alert. that It's another 20 minutes. <laughs> Did and they I'm also like, say lull at the end of it? And I'm like, <laughs> Ben? And now, ben, uh, now, ben, now I'm like, it's fine. Yeah. But I'm like, wow. okay, yeah, no, let's uh, all right. Ben's Ben's saying it's gonna be okay, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> and right now Doug's just completely buying Ben's hype. <laughs> then then at like nine o'clock, when no. I think our flight was like originally scheduled, like 20 minutes before our flight was originally scheduled to go out, we get an, we get an email, we get an alert that said, Hey. Your flight's not taking off until after midnight now. So it was like an over two hour delay. Another, it was like an hour and 40 minute delay. Yeah. Additional delay. So that's when like a red flag went off in our heads and we're like, oh, we should probably. (laughs) That was when the aneurysm struck. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably check to make sure that this flight is actually going to take place. Yeah. So Ben and I went up to the counter in the, in the terminal and we're like, hey, we've been waiting here for. 12 hours <laughs> better part of a day now <laughs> <laughs> we really like being here but we kind of want to get home, <laughs> to go home. <laughs> this now, has been great and all but <laughs> wait was there at least some place to eat for this layover oh yeah yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Oh, okay there's, okay so you guys weren't just oh. like 12 hours of no food at this point <laughs> the, the the nice thing the nice thing is they gave us sixteen dollar vouchers for meals. Ooh, sixteen dollars. So, so sixteen dollar voucher for the initial twelve hour delay. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because that makes everything better. So, so when it got delayed a couple times, we actually went back up to the counter and we're like, "Hey, what are you gonna do for us?" They're like, "Well, we gave you sixteen dollar vouchers." They were like, "You can call one eight hundred JetBlue and talk to them if you want." Yeah. I would have resorted to violence at that point. So tell me you get sixteen dollar voucher is good for twelve hours of wait. No, sir or ma'am. So so we go up to <laughs> the counter. Enjoy one cup of airport soup. Yeah, because like, yeah. yeah, it's it's like cafeteria food. It's overpriced cafeteria food. So it, like that was literally one meal. Anyway, we go up to the counter in the terminal and we're like, hey, we've been here for twelve hours. We just saw that this flight is delayed by another two hours. No. 
is this is is there a good likely chance that this fight is going to get canceled? Because if it is, we just want to get the hell out of here. Like we we, we want to take our luggage, we want to get out of here. We're going to drive home. And they they say, "Oh no, it's fine. We rarely cancel flights. Only under extreme circumstances do we do we cancel flights." Isn't that Only what, under extreme circumstances? That was the quote. That was the quote. Yes. Extreme circumstances. And we're like, oh, great. Okay. Well, we've been here all this long. We'll stick around until it's, it's only another midnight. two more hours at another this point. <laughs> in for a penny, in for a pound, right? Right. I mean, we've invested <laughs> this much already. It's kind of like the gambling thing. You, yeah. Yeah. you just yep. keep feeding no. that machine yep. money. You can't. You can't leave now. Something might happen the moment you leave. Uh, so <sighs> it's like ten minutes before this plane is supposed to go off. They're supposed to, to, to before we're supposed to board this plane. Ben well, goes well, the, before 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 then. Yeah. Um. They. We're sitting there waiting. This is probably about an hour before we're supposed to leave. Um, our plane shows up. The plane we are going to oh, yeah, be yeah, flying yeah. out shows up. They disembark. And they're like, okay, the plane's here. Now we're just waiting on your pilot. He's coming in on another flight. And once he's here, we'll get him on the ship. Then we'll get you boarded. And you'll be good to go. And we're like, oh, cool. So this is Finally. actually happening. Yeah. Like, So 10 minutes before we're supposed to board the plane, Ben goes to the bathroom, comes back. I go to the bathroom because we're getting ready to get on this plane for the six hour ride. Of course, you're yeah. going to go to the bathroom. So you, you go to the bathroom. Use a plane I bathroom. I come back. I come back. And as I'm walking out of the bathroom, I can see the hallway to like, it's just an aisle like goes right, right to the, the gate. And I see Ben standing at the gate. And the monitor above him is does not have our flight information above it. Anymore. And, and so I go up to Ben. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And Ben's like, you're never going to believe what just happened. <laughs> no. And then he goes, canceled. They just canceled our flight. No. And I'm like, what? And then there was a lady behind him. And she's like, yeah, they f did. Sorry, man. Like, I know I'm not supposed to. That's a quarterly F bomb right there. Yeah, well I'm sorry. Deserved. I didn't. I don't. Uh, I, well I know deserved. this is supposed to be all ages. But anyway. It's usually so, a me thing, but tonight it's him. So oh I got to remember a uh, minute 17. Okay, good deal. Um, or an hour 17. Uh, so I guess they made Ben, Ben, you can, but there was nobody at the counter so, at that point. <laughs> so literally at like when Doug went to go to the restroom, um, I didn't realize it at the time, but like no other JetBlue employee was in the terminal at any of the kiosks. Wow. And I kind of, they had pulled all their employees out of the terminal, then sent out the message that the flight was canceled. Because they didn't want anybody to get screamed at. Oh, but there was one young lady oh, no. that had to come and deliver the news. Oh, no. And she comes in and she's Man, like, that's a rough she, picks job. Up, she walks through this, this crowd of people. Because we're all at the at the check-in kiosk to be like, all right, we want some info. Where, where do we go? Yeah. What do we do? Where, at this what point? do we do? What do we do? She gets on. She she doesn't address us in person at all. She picks up the phone, and you can tell that this is what they told her to say. Attention, passengers! Your flight has been delayed. Been canceled this evening. Your baggage is at Carousel One to pick up. Uh, you will be re. Well, you will be rebooked on the next available flight. You'll receive an email as to what when that flight is to be is going to be, and then hop like, 
And you, if I've I, never, I've never I, seen a group of people snap like you could feel it. I Just, thought I was going to have to pull someone off of this this woman because oh, it was no. tense. You and was. it's just like these people who work at these these people who work at these like desks at an airport like they're not in charge of any of this stuff. Mm -hmm. They're getting paid it, next to nothing. She didn't make this decision. Yeah. Her job was to pick up the phone and deliver the bad news. And, like, and, uh, yeah. What is she it, supposed to do? And you could tell. <laughs> That they picked, like, she was probably in her mid-twenties. Very, probably a very lovely young lady. But you could tell that they did not pick, like, a guy that would mm -hmm. have gotten, like, probably assaulted. Right. Because, and... The least likely to draw anger. <laughs> so, so people were like, that, that one mom that was behind us, she had, like, a sick kid with her. And she's like, this is, you know, she started, she's like, this is... BS only she didn't use the word BS. There were other people like, what do we do? Where do we go? Are you putting us in the hotel? And like she wasn't allowed to really answer any questions. She picks up the, the intercom again and says the same exact thing oh, over. This, this poor lady. It was just Man. yeah. She was probably she, terrified, honestly. Yeah. yeah. And so at that point, Ben and I look at each other like we need to get out of here. Like yeah. they, and so we go down there and there's I have a video of it. There's hundreds of people like waiting around this carousel. Because not luggage. only not only did they cancel our flight, there were like two other flights at the same time they canceled. Plus two other planes had arrived, one from San Juan, one from Houston, Texas. So everyone well, is in the baggage five area. Planes now. Were the baggage, so yeah. It was just packed. It was packed. So we go down and people are crying, people are yelling. It's just oh it, it's crazy because and there's 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 people with little kids. There's people there's there are passengers that are probably late teens that are flying by themselves on oh, vacation no. that they have no idea what they need to do yeah. and they're on their phones like, "Hey, what do I do? I, I'm under 21, so I can't rent a car, I can't rent a hotel." Where they're not letting us stay here. They are literally kicking us out of this airport. And you couldn't help but feel bad for these people. Yeah. So Ben and I, find we find my luggage. I have two things of luggage. Ben has two things of luggage. They find my two things of luggage. We pull them off. The other... Ben finds one of his luggage. I find one of my two. Suitcases. Great. So Lovely. while he's doing that, while he's getting the suitcases... I go over to the information per person there and I'm like, hey, where do I go to get a rental car? Because at this point, I'm not I'm not messing around. Like I'm not waiting any longer. Like it's, we're it's we've decided, one in the morning now. Yeah, it's, we're it's driving. One in the morning. We're we're You're we're gonna drive home. tired and angry and <laughs> so she fueled says, by rage. She says the the rental place is a couple miles away. Because no. JFK is this huge, yeah, huge airport, it's, and yeah. you have yeah. to take the train to get it. And I'm like, yeah. oh, crap. I'm like, she's like, and to be honest with you, there have been a lot of people that have come up to me already. So there's all the people that are here, there are already people over in the rental yeah. place. So, she's like, and they don't have the, that many cars. <laughs> the best thing to do is to book it online right now. Do it as soon as you mm. can. Yeah. I'm like. Good point. So Ben yeah. was waiting for his his suitcases. He got mine and everything. I'm booking a, a car through budget, and Ben uh, Ben's 
second piece of luggage doesn't show up. Doesn't show up. Doesn't show up. I'm like, well, it was full of cocaine, wasn't it, Ben? At, at this point, uh... well, we'll just, at this point, I'm like, Ben, I'm gonna, I should probably go get the rental car, and I'll come get you. So I take off and go get the rental car, and I'll let Ben take 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 it away from from where where so... he was. The, the 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 JetBlue terminal, Terminal 5 and JFK, is a pretty big terminal. They do a lot of business through JFK. It's like their big eastern hub. Yeah. So we are at Carousel 1, where we are supposed to be. The baggage claim office is all the way at the other end of this football-sized room. So of course my, my bag doesn't show up. The, car- the carousel stops moving. All right. Truck myself down to baggage claim wait in line of course i'm waiting in line because other people are missing their luggage as well i'm like okay cool you know that's fine get up to the guy i'm like hey i'm looking for my bag i describe it to him he's like all right i'll go take a look here's the here's the little tag you gave me he goes okay that'll help me he goes out back comes back about two minutes later he's like i don't see yours um but i did check apparently there's still some stuff from the 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 burlington flight that is still in the staging area go back to carousel one We'll finish unloading everything um, when the the next plane uh, is, uh, from San Juan is is being discharged as well. I'm like, okay, cool, fine. I'll go back, truck all the way back down to the other end of the baggage uh, room, and I wait. And here comes San Juan's luggage coming off, and it's all coming down just fine. And my bag is still no longer there at all. All the San Juan stuff gets picked up. The carousel stops moving. I still don't have a bag. At this wow. point, Doug te- Doug texts me. He's like, "Line's really long over here." And I, so, so I'll get there when I can. I'm like, honestly, no rush because I haven't found <laughs> anything yet. <laughs> Trump, tr- Trump, all the way back over to the other side. Get in line again. This line is now tripled in size because the plane from Houston has arrived. Uh, and I'm talking with them, and apparently no one from Houston found their luggage on the carousel. No one? No one from the Houston flight no, found their God. luggage on the carousel. <laughs> so now there's an entire plane's worth of stuff and the few people that are missing a few pieces. Well, we wait. We're That's... slowly making our way through the line. It's about 2 o'clock now in the morning. I finally get back up to the front. And I'm like, hey, nothing came out. The guy's like, okay. What was it again? And I literally show him the bag that I did have because my smaller suitcase is a match for it. He goes, okay, all right. He goes out back. He comes back about 30 seconds later, not wheeling my suitcase, but cradling it like a broken thing. Uh oh. And I can tell that the zipper has been unzipped. Oh no. And he kind of sets it down. He's like, so it was a little over full. And the zipper broke, and things are out. <laughs> so here I am, looking at my suitcase, trying to figure out if anything a of value is in there. Now I just came from a trade show, oh, no. so I have sell uh, sheets, business cards, product samples, clothes, uh, and various other things that I've kind of randomly packed into all my bags. So I don't know exactly what was in this one. Mm-hmm. I'm going, all right, fine. He goes, if you can take some stuff out, I will get the zipper re-railed and you'll be able to zip it up again and and it'll be fine, all right. So I'm pulling things out and I pull out this thing of Tums, this giant shaker of Tums. I didn't pack a shaker of Tums. So someone else's suitcase broke open too. Uh, 
and they just kind of threw the mix stuff. and match. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, at this point, I don't know whose stuff I have. I don't know who has my stuff. And, uh, but I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna. What am I gonna do? They're like, you gotta file a compensation when you when you know if anything's missing. I'm like, okay, great. This is wonderful. Message Doug. I'm like, I got my bag. Let's go. <laughs> I got what's left of my bag. <laughs> let's, let's just get out of here. I'll deal with this later. That's, but yeah, so no, uh, I don't know. I don't know who has stuff. Uh, I did get a chance to do a little bit of an inventory today. I don't think anything's missing. I gotta do a fine tooth comb look now. Somebody but is missing their giant. I missing some tums. So, <laughs> so yeah. Higgins eight oh two. So while while Ben's doing that, I take the train over, and it's 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 a it's a ways. It's like ten minutes away. So I go over there, and I get down, and I I'm like, wait a minute, all these car rental places are closed. So I go outside and there's a lady standing out there. I'm like, are, are these places closed? And she's like, yeah, they, she's like, I ran into this problem last time. They all close at nine o'clock at night. I'm like, well, I no. just booked a rental on budget and it said it was 24 hours. And like, oh, oh, you rented through budget. Yeah. You can go to the Avis counter. Avis is the one thing that's open and they'll, they'll process your budget uh, rental. I'm like, okay. So I go over there and sure enough, that's where the hundreds of people were. Oh, and the, everybody's gonna be. And the, the one, the one car rental counter no. that was processing rentals. And renting a car takes forever. That is not yeah. like a, a quick, easy process. It's a lot of form filling and garbage. Luckily, like that, I had yeah. done it all on most of it online. So actually, yeah. when I got to the yeah, front, but the hundred and fifty people in front of you hadn't right. <laughs> <laughs> So I get the car finally. Ben gets his bag. I'm like, Ben, I'm coming around. I'm going to come get you. We're going to take off. I'm like, Ben, where are you at? And he's like, I'm like, are you at five, terminal five or terminal seven? Because it's like, it's like this big, like, big loop that you have to do. It's a ridiculously sized airport. Yeah. 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 And not only do they have terminals, but they have, they have arrivals and departures that you have to. So not only do you have to get the right terminal, but you have to get the right exit for departures, departure and, and arrival, departure and arrival. I come around. I'm like, okay, I'm at, I'm at terminal seven. Ben's like, I'm at terminal five. God damn it. So I go around. <laughs> I come, come around to terminal five. I'm like, all right, I'm at terminal five. He's like, yeah, I'm underneath the yellow sign. I'm waving my hand. I'm waving my hands. I'm like, I don't see a yellow sign. I'm like, God damn it. I'm in the arrival part. I'm not in the, de the, the departure part. So I had to go do the whole loop again. And finally, after three rounds of the JFK 500, I, I find Ben. And I'm like, Ben, just get in this car. And I'm sorry. I'm missing the effort again. Just get in this car. 190. Let's get in the car. Get, let's get the hell out of here. So sure enough, we we did it, and and we we uh, uh, we got home, and uh, yeah, it took us what like five and a half hours. Uh, we did shifts for about was it like an I don't even remember at this. We point. traded off about every. You would have been friggin' exhausted. Yeah. We traded off about every hour and a half driving all the yeah. way back up because we we'd get going, and one of us would kind of nap a little bit, and the other one would drive, and then we'd start drifting a little bit, and the other one would be like, okay, time yeah. to change. Yeah, That's you could tell when, when when your time was like coming to an end because because we'd be like, you'd be behind the wheel and you'd be like, 
<laughs> oh yeah, there's an ah! accident waiting to happen in your rental car. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was uh, it was not fun. We finally got in. What time did we finally get up to Burlington? Because I stopped at my house. Because uh, my house eight, is a. Was it eight o'clock? Eight thirty. We hit Burlington. Was that when when we hit Burlington? Yep. Okay. Yep. So I didn't get home until I, re- I returned I, the car. I got in. I got in at nine, and you have like another forty-five minutes. Oh, forty-five me, minutes. So. so it was like just a little before ten by the time I got I got home and I was settled in. We did stop at my house before we went all the way up to Burlington because it was on the way, and I, I took out my luggage and and uh, got made some coffee and and brought it up with me. I um, took another quick little five-minute nap in the car. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll tell you what. After this experience. And after the Pensacon thing, where they couldn't guarantee that I would get into Pensacon until after my event, I don't know how the state of the airline industry is at this at this moment. Like, so you know, I was like discussing the possibility. Like, my husband and I were discussing the possibility of trying to get out to Gen Con this summer, and I'm just like, I don't know. After the stuff you guys went through this past weekend, I just don't. So I don't he, know about any of that. Here, I think I think this is my takeaway. If you can fly during the week, you've got a pretty good chance of getting where you need to go. If you fly on the weekends, and of course, if it's busy, because I heard that there was a lot of vacations there going was, on this week. Uh, spring break for yeah. a lot, lot of people. If if you are going on a very high traffic and on the weekend, good luck. Because more than likely you're you're not gonna and I, I, as I, be ever in your favor. <laughs> as I was posting this ordeal on my my personal Facebook page, you know, people were, were chiming in. Hey, this also happened to me the other day. I got stuck in such and such airport for like twelve mm-hmm. hours, or I got that, stuck here for is... sixteen hours. I, I, I hate flying on a good day even when everything goes perfectly fine. I still hate it, and it stresses me out. I would have completely lost my mind. I would have I would have lost all grip on reality and all all composure were I in your situation. <laughs> yeah, it would have been the lady behind you saying, "What the fuck?" Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, you couldn't help but feel bad for a lot of like at least with Ben and I, we knew that we had a way to get home. Like, okay, it's five yeah. and a half hours. What if this had happened in Denver? Like, yeah, we wouldn't, yeah. Like, there are a yeah. lot of people that, that they didn't have that option. Right. So, the JFK I was, was Denver for them. Where right. There was, was there was one home. plane that actually got diverted from Newark to where we were as well, and those people were down there trying to figure out how to get just yeah. even across uh, across the river back over to Newark where they were supposed to be. So, like, yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. It's no. a mess. The whole we talked to actually a, a, a JetBlue pilot uh, while we were having while we were having lunch, and he back when it, things were good. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> we were like, "Hey, we've got 12, 12 hours to kill. Let's get some lunch." And and the guy goes, "You know, we just kind of start started striking up a conversation with him. Super super nice guy." Um, but even he said, "Yeah, right now we're so shorthanded. It's tough. It's 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 a tough thing." And yeah. A lot of airlines are going through that right now, actually. Yeah. Uh, even, the, even the big name ones, like a lot of people say, well, then don't fly budget, which I get it. I mean, if you can afford to fly a mainstream airline and pay twice the fare cost or whatever, by all means, go ahead and try it. But 
even those airlines are suffering for well, workers right now. That's what Vendeby says. Doug, have you been just flying JetBlue? No, actually, I've I've flown. Uh, I coming out. I coming out to to uh, Reno. I I flew United, which was or was it United? You said American, didn't you? No, it wasn't American. Uh, okay. American was my Pentacon trip. I think it was it was uh, uh, yeah it was it was United on the way out. Um, that was fine. Um, come to find out, the the pilot actually told us that uh, JetBlue and American have kind of collaborated during the pandemic, during COVID times, that so that a lot of their flights are now like you can book a flight through JetBlue, but it's actually like an American Airlines flight, like under like you know uh, operated by JetBlue or something, or you can you know, book a, a, a JetBlue flight and it's operated by American Airlines. Yeah. So just so in that way, they can pick up more more routes and stuff. So both times that I've had issues were with American Airlines and with JetBlue. So I'm not going to tell you not to use those, those airlines, but I'm going to tell you right now that based on my experience the last couple months, it, it hasn't been good. It has not been good. And it feels like I'm usually a pretty understanding person. Like I will give somebody the benefit of the doubt. I will give a company the benefit of the doubt. And and I did that while we were waiting those 12 hours. I was going, okay, you know what? You're shorthanded. Cool. You're going to be late. We're, we're gonna, happens. Yeah, it, it they happens. don't they don't strand you right. on purpose. They're not it, out saying ha 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 ha. Well, we're gonna screw this whole thing. The thing right. that really got to me was when you realize that they sent one person to deliver the news, and they pulled all of their employees out. Because yeah, because they knew they knew they at that point it would be a be crap good. show. Yeah, and I understand protecting your employees. I do, but you have to know at least a couple hours ahead of time that there is a strong possibility that these flights might not take place. Yeah. And if that's the case, let people know so they can make backup arrangements and not have yeah, to but scramble. Then what happens if somebody goes and spends $500 to rent a car and then the flight takes off? You know what? I probably would have been okay with it at this point. Most if, people if, would not be. If, <laughs> if, if I guarantee we, you. If we had rented at at 11 o'clock in the morning, a car and drove. If we'd made that decision, then I would have been fine with spending the money. We we would have been less tired. We would have gotten home at like around six o'clock at night. So we could have spent more time with our families. We could have been a lot more productive and and, and slept in your and bed. Maybe caught up on some sleep. Probably not me, but maybe Ben. <laughs> it just, it felt really dirty. You know what I'm saying? Like, the fact it, that they don't didn't even offer you anything other than a sixteen dollar meal voucher, that's the, that's the thing that would really have choked go. me. Like I don't care if you want to cancel my flight, fine. Compensate me appropriately. Do I, not tell I me will, that a sixteen dollar meal voucher is compensation that it's appropriate to the delay. I will say that at um, let me actually check my phone. I did get a call and my phone did mark it as JetBlue was calling me. Um, but I was asleep because I was trying to catch up on this sleep. Um, <laughs> this was uh, yesterday. Um, when was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. So it was yesterday after we'd arrived back, they called me. Um, 
they did not leave a voicemail. I will say that. Just a phone call, no voicemail. Um, I have not had a chance to call them to talk about compensation or claim or anything. I but, have not either. Um, but they did reach out, apparently, but not well. Um, I have tweeted about this on my personal Twitter account. They have been silent on that. So, uh, yeah, I am not happy either and mm. feel like if this like, was a, a rug pulled out from under us. I, I get that they don't have just like piles of vouchers to hand out to people willy-nilly or anything like that, but like well, a $16 voucher, that's nothing in an airport. <laughs> the other like, thing like is Amanda that, said, that's a cup of soup. The, the, the hotels were booked. So even yeah. if you wanted to like try to find a place to stay, most of the places were were, were sold out. You'd have to completely leave the airport area, either go yeah. onto go Long Island or, yeah. or into into the city. So. Yeah, it just it felt re- like I you like I said I usually give businesses the benefit of the doubt. I I can't do that in this situation. It was really underhanded, really dirty, really just we don't really care, and that sucks. That as an if I were an employee there, that would make me feel really bad. Mm-hmm. I actually if you're gonna do that to the people that, that that want to use their service, you're also probably gonna do that to, to your employees. I actually spoke with the, the baggage office guy when he brought out my broken and battered suitcase. Um and I'm like hey I just want to say thank you for dealing with everyone here because I know this is well beyond what you you know yeah, they definitely don't get paid when to you do arrive. Like that, yeah. And he and I'm like, you are doing a good job. And he goes, well, I'd say we're actually not doing a good job. I'm like, no, I'm talking about you as a singular employee right now. You, are, sir. You yeah, are not as a company. A <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's like, well, thank you. So we got to try to remember Companies there are there are people. <laughs> there are yeah. Yeah, that's, there yeah, are that's ordinary where, people. Once people get upset, they completely forget that. In most yeah. cases, they, they keep forgetting that. Yeah, this this is an actual human being you're talking to. Just. <laughs> This is just some guy trying to do his job. Yeah. Yep. And his who's, who's company, probably going to go home. And, 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 and be, his, and his yeah. company handed him this crap situation. Yep. Like, we've all worked in jobs where your higher ups and the decisions that they made just hand you a crap situation oh, yeah. and you're just stuck facing yep. the public, being like, yep. I'm sorry that I, yeah. I am the face of this crap situation, but I did not create it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Working retail on Boxing Day when they have a door crasher, and there's only 10 <laughs> of them, and the 11th person rolls in the door. <laughs> eh, yeah. So, Gamma Expo, long story short, was amazing. It's a lot of fun. It was great to be back. Flying is not. Flying was not a fun thing. And I wish everybody much luck if you've got flights coming out or if, if, you're, if you've got any flights coming up, um, because I have a feeling that it's not going to get any easier until they hire more and more people. Um, just know that. Know that if, you, if you're taking some flights, be prepared to for delays. Be prepared not for just an hour or two, I but maybe for even days. I can't deal with that. But I can't. I can't. I would have lost. <laughs> You've ruined flying for Amanda. <laughs> I didn't like to fly anyway, but I no. I would. I would lose my mind. Yeah, lose my mind. <sighs> I 
All right. Well, that's going to do it for this this episode. I'm going to go get some sleep because hey, I have to go teach you in the should. morning. You should. Gamma, Gamma was awesome. The state Gamma of the industry awesome. does look bright. I know we ended on a pretty downer here. Um, There's a lot of cool stuff coming out in the, in the tabletop industry. A lot of stuff the, we'll get to talk about over the next year. So, so don't have our flight issues and problems <laughs> think that we're not excited about it because we are um it just it, it was just a, a mess coming back so thank you everyone for uh the support and the the kind words if, if you uh if you wished us well uh while i was posting and ranting online um and or while ben was posting online we greatly appreciate it and uh, thank, thank you to you budget so for getting them a car so we could actually do the podcast tonight <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Otherwise, right. we would have two extremely angry call-ins from an airport, right? <laughs> or rather, outside of an airport because they weren't allowed in it. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it. I want, on behalf of uh, the podcast, I want to thank Ben and Amanda and Jason. Hopefully, Barney can join us next week. Um, yeah, remember. Uh, it was way more chaotic than normal. <laughs> it was chaotic. It was chaotic. I'd love to say it was chaotic, but it was so good. This episode was fun. The flying was not so good. But it was chaotic. All right. We'll see you all next week. Thank you so much for making our 138th episode so awesome. Are we on 139? Are we on 139? I don't know. I feel like we're on 139, Doug. I thought it was 139. I thought it was 138. Either way, thank you for making this episode so awesome. We'll see you all next week. Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming. We have all sorts of Patreon perks, and it definitely helps support our show. Thank you so much. So, Doug, yeah, I, I was thinking about this. While we were in Reno waiting, they kept yeah. making announcements. They're like, if we ha if someone would like to give up their seat, uh, we will put them up in a hotel, we'll give yes. them a food voucher, and we'll give them $500 of flight credit. We should have done that. We, we should have done that. should have done it. And then you can uh, still go back and get a refund on your missed flight. <laughs> and I think we still would have made it home sooner if we we'd taken an mm. eight-hour overnight uh, travel uh, so, differential. One thing I forgot to mention is while we were while we were waiting in the on the plane in Reno for those two hours, I had one kid, one little little kid, like to my side, and one kid right in back of me, and they were screaming the whole entire time. Oh. And I felt so bad for the parents, but I'm just like, so I I would have I would have loved to have gotten some sleep during those two hours. But even then, I couldn't. It's terrible. It was. It's terrible. <laughs> at that point, you have to be just like, it is what it is. I mean, you can't be grumpy at the parents because no, it's no, already no. a miserable situation. Hey, yeah. I've been a parent. I've been that there. And like, I, whenever whenever I see a parent with or a family with like young kids, and like, I know that like, like Ben and, ben and, ben and I were eating lunch, and there was this family looking for a place to sit for to have lunch. And we're like, here, take our table before because we've all been there, like where we have like a lot mm -hmm. of kids and we have to get them all seated and and we gotta get chairs for them all. And you can see and, the look on the parents' face when they look around and they see nothing available. 
<laughs> and they're just like, oh. <laughs> uh, wave mess is not even a bag of peanuts. Actually, I they gave me some water, I think, on that flight. I don't think I got it. They offered it like a like a soda or water. I, I don't remember getting off being offered any snacks on that flight. On the on the red eye? Yeah, on the on the red eye. I I, I think I was dozing when they came by. Yeah, I must have been. I didn't get anything, but that's that probably okay. what they figure most people will be doing. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. That's brutal. You know what? In the words of in the words of Charles Barkley, coming home was terrible. <laughs> terrible terrible man terrible. i've had delays on flights like you know where you land and it's like ah you know your flight uh, there's planes having a small issue and we're gonna we're gonna be a little bit late getting you on board blah 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 i'm like okay whatever you know like 20 minutes later and like, hey we're ready to board now i'm like yeah well that was nothing but that is a nightmare yeah it was terrible terrible mm. well, it was it was funny like leading up to it um a bunch of things were going just a little askew in my planning and and then the first flights going to reno got canceled and my wife uh asked like what you know the universe is telling me something you shouldn't be going on this trip and i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah honestly i at, that, at some point you have to wonder like maybe i shouldn't get on this plane are we doing some final destination foolishness here <laughs> yeah so yeah uh so yeah I, as uh, as we're getting bumped around and everything, I'm like, cool. We are gonna crash. We are gonna die. And my oh, no. my my partner is just gonna be like, told you. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be your that'll be on your headstone. Oh. Told you so. <laughs> told you. Uh, but hey, we got those sixteen dollar meal vouchers. So I love really... the fact that in the in the chaotic good chat, uh, you're now listed as the eternally delayed. The eternally delayed. Is that how I'm listed? Yeah. You're the canceller. I'm the eternally oh, delayed. Yeah. Yeah, bet, yeah. <laughs> Barney loves futzing with our usernames. He loves. I, I don't even keep track anymore. I, it just pops up, and I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Well, because but... you you can't you can't see what your own is unless yeah. you no. go into like the settings, the of channel the chat settings, yeah, to to see what it is. <laughs> Hungry. Hungry has it's a fire fine. emoji, a fire emotion, a fire emoji, and then a little plane, and it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, for sure. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this week. I'm going to go get some sleep. Maybe. I'm going to go have some Tums. I got some yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got a big old can, can of them. Some, some guy in Houston is like, what the heck is this role playing game? <laughs> I got heartburn. Yeah, this, I got heartburn. What is, this is not helping heartburn. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, you know what was going to really suck, though, is if Ben finally does his inventory and he's missing the one thing he really wanted. Like, the one right, thing the whole right. con, he was like, oh, I got to have this. Oh, no. did, did, did you still have your uh, graded Pokemon cards? I, I did have my graded oh, Pokemon Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm flying to Houston. I'm finding this guy. <laughs> all right. That's it. Good night, all. Thanks. <laughs>